Hello everyone. So today is Labor Day and my last podcast episode was about my fifth baby's birth and he was born on Labor Day but this year he just had his birthday a couple of days ago. So some days he his birthday's on Labor Day and some days it's not and I'm glad that it's not on the first day of school he's had a couple of birthdays that fell on the first day of school as well um so tomorrow is their first day of remote learning because coronavirus is still here this pandemic is still a mess in this country and i'm not i can't even begin to tell you how frustrated i am i know i've been doing my part Wearing my mask, only going out when necessary. But I understand that it's hard for people because it was the summer and people don't want to just watch the summer go past through their windows. And I, um, I just hope that something happens that gets rid of this. But there is also deaths and things like that going on. And uh, it's just been hard. And it's crazy. Anyway, so today is my last birth story podcast. And then I'm going to start a new series. Um, my book is... Um, Complete it as well. I completed the rest of my book last month. Towards the end of last month. And um, I'm excited about how it turned out. I uh, reworked my plan a little bit towards the end. And I wanted to put uh, what was going on with 2020 and me turning 40. And, you know, and then I ended it pretty much like that. Um, I know that there's probably so much more going on, but um, I just wanted to go up to the point where I turned 40 and what's going on because there's a lot of craziness personally in my life right now and as well as what's going on on the outside of my life um, from the outside looking in. And, uh, you know, I... uh, Got a book that was really good. It was about Gen X and the midlife crisis. And so it was really interesting. It's called uh, Why Can't We Sleep? And I don't have it right here. So I don't have the author. But if you're interested, you can just contact me and I'll let you know. But it was, um, there are certain things that didn't apply to me, of course, um, because you know, she even mentions it in the beginning of the book that um, she knows there's a struggle for black people, additional struggles, and um, people who are uh, financially, um, you know, messed up. I can't think of the word right now. Um, so it's, it's kind of like from like a middle class standpoint, white middle class, really. But surprisingly, it, there were certain things that helped me so I could still, so 
what what I, what did apply to me helped me a lot and was really interesting and I quoted it in my book. Okay, so let's go ahead and get to my last birth story, my twins. And so I was thinking, should I give them the story I tell most people? Or should I give them the real, real story? It's not like I lie. It's just I leave certain details out. Um, but when I think about those certain details, it really is amazing. And so right now I've only told three people the real story about my twins and um, my aunt and two friends. And that was it. So everyone else has gotten kind of like the the skipped version. So if you're listening to this podcast, you got you got a special treat. You got the unreleased version, and uh, so we'll see what happens with this podcast eventually. Um, maybe after my book is picked up by a publisher, maybe this podcast will blow up. Maybe one day I'll just go viral doing something stupid and then add my podcast link. <laughs> okay, anyway. So, um Elijah was only 6 months old. And um I was suspicious that I might be pregnant. And um I was breastfeeding him. And so um I wasn't getting a cycle. Like with all my children, um, the whole time I breastfed, I never received a period. So certain questions like I get from other people about, you know, what did you do about your milk when um, when you got your period? Does your milk go down? Uh, issues like that. I personally don't know. Of course, you know, I'm a lactation consultant, so I did learn about it. But I personally don't know because I never got a period while breastfeeding. Each one of my kids never. And um soon as I like fully weaned them, that's when my cycle came back. And um I think that's a lot of that is due to me nursing at night. I always nurse at night. I never weaned them at night. Um I just kind of like just dealt with I know I mentioned this in one of my earlier podcasts, but I know I just dealt with the exhaustion as it coming with um the price of having a new baby, I guess you could say. Um I never expected to get a full night's sleep with a new baby. It's just it was just something that really wasn't on my radar. Um so I nursed through the night and I never weaned at night um until I mean until they were weaned fully. They always nursed through the night. And at one years old they'd still, you know, be getting up until I fully weaned them um through the night. And I believe that, that has a lot to do with it. Um I know I was looking at some research and they're saying like um at night, um, the, um, oh gosh, I can't think of the name, but there's a certain hormone that's strongest at night that, um, that actually causes to suppress the, the cycle. And so, um, when you're nursing at night, that's why it, ha- it helps. And also like there's a, a, you get a lot more milk at night too. So I kind of tell people to make sure if they're trying to increase their supply to pump at night or nurse at night, because, um, it really increases your milk supply when you're nursing through the night. Um, 
So I, I wasn't getting a cycle and Elijah was six months old and I got suspicious because of my exhaustion and my nausea. And it seemed like my, um, whenever I'm pregnant, my nausea is like a constant, like for three months, three, four months, every day I'm nauseous. And I, I that's probably the only bad thing to me about pregnancy, that and back pain. Um, I really like being pregnant, but um, I rarely like actually vomit. Like I could count on one hand with all my children put together how many times I actually threw up pregnant. But I always just had like this constant nausea. So I had that and I was really sleepy and um, I was talking to my husband about it and um, he was shocked and then kind of like happy, which surprised me because I'm like, we're still like adjusting to having five and I was really done. Um, and I was going to just go ahead and get that uh, IUD again. And I was waiting uh, for my next appointment actually to talk about that because I like the copper IUD. It was no hormones. So I was like, I can just go ahead and get this put in, but I wasn't trying to rush because I'm thinking I don't have a cycle. I don't need to rush. So, um, I took a pregnancy test and found out it that sucker changed before I even finished peeing that I was pregnant. It it changed very fast, like, <laughs> and I was just like, oh my god! And um, I was I was pretty upset, pretty upset because I was still adjusting because Elijah is a big gap before him and my fourth, and my fourth was finally in school, and I was gonna have some time to myself to do some things. And so I was just adjusting with Elijah and having a baby. And here I was pregnant again. So then I decided, now this is the story I usually leave out, but I was going to get an abortion. And I pretty much like made up my mind. And I talked to Xavier about it. And at first he was on board, but as I was getting things taken care of for it, like I had to go there to get a blood test and get stuff done um, I had to, it took like a few appointments, which I didn't know before. I just thought you kind of just show up and you do everything there, but it took a few appointments before the actual time. And, um, at first he was okay with it, but then as time went on, he got upset. So then I was like, fine, I'm not going to get it. But then he was like, he's been doing, not helping, not really helping me and staying out late and so one time he came in really late um I was upset and I said you know what I'm I'm not I'm getting because I know you're not going to help me and I'm already struggling with my fifth child and I have four and I'm I'm trying to do different things <clears throat> with my life and you're just in you know having a ball like I was taking on all the responsibility and I go into this further in my book but he he I would I would never say he's a bad father it's just that he kept his youth. He kept his youth because I we got, I got married at 20. He was 23. And I felt like my youth went in the garbage when I had my kids, of course, and after I got married. He continued hanging out, seeing friends. His priorities was all out of whack. So I went on and I continued um, my appointments and the money I got together for it. <clears throat> and so 
the day of, I, you know, we, we didn't have a car because one, one of our cars had recently broke down. We went through so many cars. Um, and so I was standing at the bus stop that's across from our house, but I felt like, I was like, he is probably going to give me issues. And so I don't want to hear it. So I decided to walk further back to an earlier bus stop in case he came looking for me. And sure enough, I saw him as the bus was pulling up. He was standing at the other bus stop looking around like he was wandering. And um, so I kind of was sitting on the bus. And um, as the bus pulled to that stop, he got on. And I was like, oh, no, here we go. We're going to have to be fighting on this bus. People are going to hear us. And I just I don't want to hear it. But a crazy thing. I looked at him and he looked at me. And then he just got off the bus. Like he was just like, goodbye. And he got off the bus and he didn't say anything. And I was like, fine. So then I went to go. So I went to Planned Parenthood and it was the last um, day. I mean, this is the day, you know, I'm I'm getting the abortion. Signed in and everything. Um, I was sitting in the main waiting room and then I came in, I was sitting in the second waiting room and um, I was watching like the inf- it was like a TV thing that was playing and it was like informational stuff about um, what you got to do afterwards. You have to come back to make sure it's all gone, which also surprised me. I was like, none of this stuff is mentioned and it kind of like creeped me out a little bit. But I was like, you know what? I'm doing this because I'm, I just I cannot deal with another child right now. So then they called me in for the ultrasound and the lady asked me, did I want to look? I said, no. And so she said, do you want to know if it's multiples? And then for a minute, for a minute, it was as if there was like, I got this saying from a movie. I'm not sure which one it was, but it was like a crack in the planet. And I think that's just like the best way to explain it. Um, I heard clearly say yes. It was, it's, I mean, I would say it's crazy, but it's really not crazy because I'm, I'm a spiritual person and I know it was, you know, um, God, I feel like it was God. It was the Holy Spirit speaking to me in hindsight. And, um, so I said it, I said, yes. And I didn't really think too much about it. But then when I, when uh, she continued, she said, it is twins. And I was just like, what? It was like a fog covered my whole body, my face, mind, everything. I suddenly became foggy. It was almost as if I just took some drowsy medication or something. And I was quiet. And then I asked her, will it cost double? And she said, no, it's the same price. Don't worry. They do these all the time. That's what she said. So then when she finished, I said, can I go use the phone? And she said, yes, it's out in the waiting room. And it was the main waiting room, so I had the back chart. So I went all the way back out. And they did have a phone, uh, like a regular phone, just sitting out on, a, on the table. And so I guess they just let people use the phone, free phone calls. I didn't have to give anyone the number or anything like that. It was just kind of sitting there. So... I went to the phone and I called Xavier and um, he sounded like he was been crying when he answered the phone and he said, uh, what's going on? And um, 
I told him, I said, there's something going on. Uh, do you want to know? Which is weird because I'm assuming that's the reason why I was calling him was to tell him. But I asked him, did he want to know? I, I don't know what was going on in my mind right then. But I, I said, do you want to know? And he was like, is there something wrong with the, the baby? And I was like, no. And then he said, what is it? And I said, it's twins. And then it, he got really silent on the other end. And then he came back and he said, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? I said, I don't know. And then he said, come home. And I was like, what? We're going to have seven kids. We can't even handle that. And at the time, we were also struggling financially. Um, you know, we had making little payments on these bills, cutoff notices. We're struggling to make rent because um, I had just lost my job and he was doing like temp things, which was another reason why I wanted the abortion. And so um, I was like, we can't take care of three extra babies. He said, come home. So then I hung up and I left. Well, no, I went to the secretary. I went to the people and I was like, I'm leaving. And so one lady kind of looked at me like, okay, you want to reschedule? And I was like, no, I'm leaving. And she looked confused. And the lady next to her was like, I think she doesn't want it anymore. And it was like, I couldn't really say it out loud. I was just like, I just shook my head like, yeah. So she said, well, we can give you half the refund because you already had the examination and the ultrasound and everything. And I was like, that's fine. So they gave me half my money back and I left. And so the bus stop is actually by a couple of dumpsters in front of like uh, um, a fast food restaurant, like a, a no name kind of fast food restaurant and um, a nail shop. And it's like a couple of dumpsters and there's the bus stop. So as I was standing at the bus stop, I just broke down and started sobbing. I was just crying so hard. And um, it was, it was, I was just sitting there against the garbage dumpster sobbing. Then the bus came, you know, the bus pulled up. I got on, got off and came home. Xavier hugs me. He was happy. He said, you want to go out to eat? But at this time, I'm thinking, no, this is not true. This is something going on. There's something going on. This can't be. There's some kind of conspiracy. Seriously. This is this is what I'm seriously thinking in my mind. This is not like a joke. Like, oh, well, what's going on? Like, I don't know. I, I was so foggy that even trying to remember it, it's coming back to me like some kind of faraway memory, almost as if I'm I'm retelling a dream, not like reality like this is actually happening so that night probably like at 11 p.m i said um I, i'm going to the hospital i told him so i'm going to the emergency room my stomach is hurting and i was just i was having like little minor pains which is probably just you know the, the kind of stretchy stretchy pains that you know i knew about because i had my other kids that you kind of have those kind of like in the beginning, those like stretchy, crampy pains, but there's twins. So it was probably a little bit more intense. Um, I don't exactly remember, but I do know I was having a little pains and any other time I wouldn't have asked to go to the hospital, but I really believe that I was just in so denial that I wanted someone else to tell me that I really was pregnant with twins. So I went to the hospital emergency room 
told him I was having pains in my stomach. And I said that I think it might be my appendix and I'm in a lot of pain. And my face was still like tear streaked because I was crying off and on. Um, Xavier was there, you know, like rubbing my back and, um, you know, he was there to be with me about being upset. He wasn't really upset at all. But so, um, he didn't come with me because I told him to stay and watch the kids, watch Elijah. So I went to, um, the emergency room. So they said, okay, I didn't wait too long. Um, I went to the back and they examined me and they asked me some questions and this, I'm not really sure about, I don't know if I answered the questions in a way that made it seem like my, my appendix was in pain or what, but they did decide to do an ultrasound, which is exactly what I wanted. So I don't know how they came to that conclusion to do that because I know a lot of times, you know, if you don't like in the beginning, they check your, check your vitals and stuff like that. They will be like, I don't think they wouldn't do like additional tests. Usually, I mean, from my experience, um, unless, you know, I'm actually like the vitals are showing something serious and I know I didn't have a fever. So, but they decided to do an ultrasound. So I don't know, maybe it was just, God knew I needed to see this. And so he made it so I could, that's the only way I can really explain it. So they did the ultrasound and the lady there um, was like, oh, you're pregnant. Are, are you aware that you're pregnant? And I was like, kind of, yes. And so she looked shocked because I didn't mention it earlier. And then she said, well, you're pregnant with twins. And I was like, I was shocked as if I was hearing it for the first time. I was like, oh my God. And I don't think I faked that shock. It's just that I was still in such a denial and fog at that time. So then she turned the thing around and I actually got to see it for myself. I think that's what I really needed just to see it. And so I asked her, can I, can I have the, the ultrasound picture? Because um, my husband wouldn't believe it. That's what I told her. But it was really, really me that needed it. <laughs> so she printed out the ultrasound. I know this is just sounding so crazy. <laughs> this is probably sounding so crazy. Like, um, I do, I do feel bad. I, I was like wasting a lot of people's time at the hospital. And, um, I just, I just basically flipped, lost my mind because <laughs> it was just, and, and on top of that, I don't know if I mentioned this in my last podcast, but we, in, well, in the very beginning, um, me and um, my husband wanted twins in the very beginning for our first. And, you know, cause I told him twins were in my family. So then, you know, I kind of like, Forgot all about that. And then when I was pregnant with Elijah, I was like, wouldn't it be cute if he, if we had twins? That way it'll be six and it'll be even. But it was kind of like a laughing kind of thing. Because, of course, you know, um, I'm like at one hand excited, but on the other hand, like, oh, God, exhausted. I'm going to have five kids. So um, but then Elijah was like my biggest weight gain out of all my children, including the twins. I gained so much weight with him and it was really weird. So people thought people would ask me if I was having twins, like towards the end of the, my life, you know, towards the end of the trimesters, because I was huge. I was really big. And, but I was like, no, they did a few ultrasounds. I only have one baby in there. And so it's just a shock that 
not only was I pregnant again and I had a baby, little baby at home, but I'm having twins, which is kind of something that I had like put out of my mind for good. Like I wanted twins, but now I don't think I'm going to have twins because I'm not having any more kids. So I took that all just down to staring at that. I still have it of my um, twins together. And because I was so early in my pregnancy, it was only one ultrasound. And I found out later that that's kind of rare for people to have because usually they don't give you ultrasound or get give you ultrasounds or at least, you know, eight years ago because they are eight now. They'll be turning nine at the end of this year in December. Um, none of my kids, I didn't get ultrasounds early on. They didn't do that unless there was something wrong, um, you know, for you to see. So usually by the time the, the babies are big enough to actually for you to find out what you're having and get the ultrasound, it's usually multiple ultrasounds for twins because they all don't fit. It, it, you know, they're too big to fit in one picture. So whenever I show people my ultrasound picture of my two babies, you know, looking like two little dots, because I mean, I'm, I'm, I was only like maybe six weeks pregnant at this time. So um, uh, I just kept staring at that picture. I kept staring at it, looking at it, looking at it, looking at it. I was going to probably for like three weeks, I was always stopping to just stare at that picture. I just, it was like I was trying to feed my brain into the reality of what was happening. Okay, so this is long and I haven't even gotten to their births yet. So what I'm going to do is I think I'm going to split this up and make this a two part. Um. So the second part will be the actual birth story because I'm doing my birth story series because just me finding out is just so crazy and just everything that was going on, I just needed to get all of that out before I went into my birth. So part two, I'm not going to wait till next month, make you wait till next month for part two. I'll go ahead and do part two. Um before the end of this week. So today's Monday, Labor Day. So by Friday, I should have part two. I might even do it tomorrow. Um, so thank you for sticking out with me this far. And I'll see you again for part two.